0: Welcome to episode one of the Joseph Cortez Show. I'm Joseph Cortez, and on this episode, I'm going to introduce my story, talk a little bit about who I am, introduce you to Jennifer V., my co host, and talk to you about the format of the podcast and where it's going. So if you like the podcast, please subscribe, tell your friends, and I hope you get something out of this to help create a better you. Let's get going. Alright, so here we are. It's the first episode of the Joseph Cortez Show. I'm your host, Joseph Cortez, and sitting across from me is my good friend, co-worker, teammate, Miss Jennifer V, as uh-huh. we call her. And we're excited to have her here. Jen and I have known each other for, I guess, going on a few years. We've worked... Yeah, I think each, th- three years. About in three years, yeah. So we got a good banter, and one day we, we thought, hey, let's, uh, let's do this podcast. I've been talking about this for well over a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, if you ask my wife, I've been talking about this for over two years. Nice. And uh, finally it came time to say, let's just pull the trigger. And Jen was uh, happy enough or willing enough to come for the ride. <laughs> so, it's actually been pretty fun. Pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, we've been doing some practice sessions and wanted to get uh, kind of get this thing going so we can release it here soon. Uh, so today's episode is going to be about my story of how I got into real estate, kind of who I am. And we're going to talk a little bit about what the podcast It's going to be about, you know, my main goal for the podcast is to ultimately bring information and stories and interviews together that help people create their best life and talk about balancing life, business, family, money, all the things that business owners and parents have to deal with Mm -hmm. and on a daily basis and the stuff that stresses us out like crazy. That's, yep. Mm -hmm. A lot of people want to be business owners and work for themselves, and then when like all the stuff comes with it, they freak out. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yes, yeah. And I think the thing for me is I always call myself a fatherpreneur. It's about being a person who's raising small business and growing growing small business and growing small kids at the same time. Um, There's millions and millions of people like us that have families that go to work every day in their own business trying to build something strong and build something for the future and have that desire to be Mm self-employed and it's a it's a strange desire (laughs) but but it's a fun one yeah you gotta balance you gotta find that balance so uh today we're gonna talk about my story and how i kind of got here it's uh 2019. September of 2019. It's October. It's October of 2019. October Holy cow. 4th. Yeah, September kind of flew by pretty quick. It really did, yeah. Yeah, the rest of the year has been kind of odd, but we're gonna have a different podcast in the, on 2019. <laughs> but my story pretty much started back in 2001. I graduated from college and um, was going to school for business management, living in Japan at the time. Fun. Yeah, my parents lived overseas right after I graduated uh, from high school. So I will say I sent my parents away for college. So I stayed in Corpus <laughs> Christi, where I was born, uh, was mostly raised and went to Japan. And I was actually born in Japan. So Oh, nice. Yeah, Okinawa, karate kid. Atikara go saimasu. Unless <laughs> you busting out the hey. Japanese. What's up? Was, yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> I knew that. That's pretty funny. And so, yeah, I was actually born in Japan, lived there for a couple of years, went to Dallas for a year and a half. To Corpus when I was five and then my parents left when I was 18 and went back to Japan I stayed there from pretty much 19 to 21 graduated college back to Dallas back to Corpus and that's where my journey started so when I was in Dallas I was working for the Byron Nelson Golf Tournament nice. uh, which is one of my great loves of life is yeah. the game of golf uh, I've never played but I'll drive the golf cart <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a fun sport. It's one of those sports that uh, people love to hate. Yeah. Uh, so I was working there, had all the dreams of going into golf management and working at a golf course and getting better and becoming a PGA uh, professional club pro. And I, one day I came down to Corpus and visited with my mom and my godmother. And she, my godmother, was in real estate. And I was like, oh, that sounds like fun. And mm. so she's kind of telling me a little bit about it. This is back in uh, 2001. And I was like, oh, it sounds easy. And I think that's what everyone <laughs> says when they first... I love showing houses. Yeah, and this was well before HDTV so I had no, like, nothing pulling me in that direction. But it's, a, uh, it was one of those things where I just, like, yeah, it sounds like fun. It seemed like i make a lot of money. There was a kid from my high school who was a couple years behind me just killing it in oh, Corpus. Nice. He was the high-end guy. He was 19 years old listing million dollar properties. And it's only later I found out he had really good connections with his parents and he was mm-hmm. a really, really hard worker and he would work 18 hours a day. And I was like, I wish I had known that beforehand. But <laughs> nonetheless, all well, that was part of the story to get me here. So when I went back to Dallas, I started enrolling in my real estate classes. The people at the salesmanship club where I was interning for the tournament were like, really, you want to do that? Yeah. It's like so cutthroat and, and terrible. And, I didn't know any better. I think it was uh, 21. And so every night, uh, every weekend, for about eight weekends, I think it was, I went and took my classes. So nice. Friday night, then 10 hours, Saturday and Sunday. So all my friends were partying, I was studying. Dedication. Dedication, so. I wasn't a very good partier anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> Plus we only made like $8 or $10 an hour back then, so it wasn't, uh, didn't have, like going out for a dinner, it was like a week's worth of pay in Dallas. So I got my license and moved to Corpus and uh, went to work for a Group of One Real Estate uh, here in CC after interviewing with a bunch of different offices. And I remember one of the guys asked me at a different office, uh, so what's your goal? I said, to make six figures someday. Yes. Six figures. And I was like, that's it. And he's like, why? I was like, "It sounds like a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any other reason why. Uh, I wish I had taken it as advice back then and actually just developed a why, but it was just seems like, you know, that was, a nice target to have. and um, So I got into real estate, worked with Sarah, and uh, jumped into the pool and straight to the bottom. Which uh, is not hard to do. Not hard to do, yeah. Because <laughs> what they tell you in the real estate it's like, oh, exciting because you're going to get into the business. It's 100% commission. There's no ceiling. Mm-hmm. But they don't tell you there's no floor either. So. That's right. Yeah, That's so Joe dove right in head, uh, head first, really, and hit the bottom of the pool and was like... Okay. After about nine months or 10 months, I was like, I'm not making any money. I'm gonna to have to move back in with my parents, which was not cool. And so I was one of those boomerang kids that leaves the nest and comes back. And same, same, yeah. It's happening more and more lately, it is. actually, it is. especially with college debt being so expensive. Um, and, and so I was really trying to figure out if I was gonna do this business or what. I went and worked at Delmar College as a business consultant part-time, which was really fun got to plan things out but after about a year of being in real estate not doing well I, I went to my broker and I was like hey look I'm gotta either go get a full-time job or something I was like how about I become your assistant hmm. and so for about a year and a half I was her assistant she was closing like 60 deals a year nice. which is oddly funny because that's about where I'm at right now awesome. and uh, maybe I need to find a young me <laughs> A good assistant or, yeah. or a better looking version of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, I did that, learned the business, the ins and outs, not really enough about um, selling so much though. And after about a year, I pretty much had to, had, had to bail out after about that year and a half of being her assistant. And I went to work at Frost Bank. So a great bank. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I was an analyst there for four years from 04 to mid 07. I didn't know you stopped real estate, went to work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, made, both. yeah, made my license inactive. Yeah. Pretty much frost said I had to. And yeah. And so just did that. Though. it was, it was no big deal. It was like, I wasn't giving up much. Right. And I wasn't in the mindset of, well, I could do this to sell a house every, every few so months or often. something. <laughs> yeah. So it was a conflict of interest for them. So it was not a big deal for me to do that. And went to San Antonio for three and a half months, got trained, matured a lot. And, uh, found, uh, found out how to sell, how to kind of establish myself and got comfortable wearing a suit and introducing myself to people and, and doing all that fun stuff. So I think it's a big part of any business, especially when you're young, Oh yeah, is to be able to go out and meet people. And that's a big part of our business, right? Oh, definitely. I love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things you're great at is meeting new people and, and just making connections. That's, that's a hard thing for me. I'm not naturally, uh, inclined to do that, but, uh. I'm getting better. I've had to force myself to get better. Yeah, just drink some wine before. Yeah, (laughs) yes, uh, a little little Coke here. So yeah, that's one of the things, uh, uh, one of a uh, mentor of mine, Steve Morris, who's the founder of Exit Realty, which we'll talk about in a second, said when I first met him, he says, it's kind of strange that we teach our kids to not talk to strangers when they're young. Mm -hmm. And we kind of shelter them from that. And then when they're 18, 19, or 20, you know, they're getting out into college, They get into jobs where their entire job is talking to strangers. Yes. And then we wonder why they're not good at it. So I took that to heart. And I'd made my kids order at restaurants at the age of four. Yeah. If we needed a to go box, they'd have to go up and go get it themselves. And right now, you know, they're eight and 11. It's like they can go do their thing. Oh, yeah. Teach them young. Yeah. So I went to Frost. I was there till mid 07. And uh, mid 07, some guys from my church contacted me. And said they were starting a real estate firm and I'd ha- always had the desire to get back in the business I just missed the idea I just wanted to do it well and and um, so these guys called and it was one of those he's one of those guys that was leading it that when they speak you listen hmm you know it's kind of that like it's like Joe we're gonna do this this is our vision this is what it's gonna be like this is where you're gonna do and it's like are you going to follow me off this cliff? And I said, yes, (laughs) I'm following you off this cliff. And we went off a cliff. Drink the Kool-Aid. Drink the Kool-Aid. Yes. Yeah. And it wasn't even spiked. It was. Uh, So for about a year, I went into real estate uh, with this company. We were growing. There was four people on the management team. We grew to like 24 agents pretty quick. I closed 17 deals in my first six months. That's awesome. Yeah, which is pretty good. Uh, And... It was going well, man. Oakley was excited. My wife, um, we're kind of getting there. But it started getting really crazy because the management structure kept changing. Mm. How we're we getting paid kept changing. Oh. We went from like everyone's 100% commission to we're all four people put their money in a pot and split it at the end of the month. And that was very mm-hmm. communist feeling and, and nobody liked that. And then we're back to 100% commission minus a small fee. And that was the month I had. Uh, almost a million dollars in closings and people did not like that. <laughs> and so they're like, well, let's go back to splitting the pot. And it just really got bad. And it, after a while, the guy pulled the trigger. And I remember when that happened, I was in the we, Oakley and I had just built a new house and she was pregnant, but mm-hmm. eight months pregnant. Holy moly. And uh, actually she's closer to nine months. And so I was sitting in our house. We had our current house for sale or lease. We had the new house for sale release and we would stay wherever whichever one went first, we would Mm -hmm. stay in the other. And I remember I was doing an open house and the guy called me and he goes, Hey, I'm shutting it down. This is like a Sunday afternoon, I think. And, uh, so, uh, as I was talking to South with Oakley, she's kind of reminded me of the timeline. It was that Sunday open house. I had a few days to move my license. Mm -hmm. move all my listings, traveling all over town. And by the end of the week, my daughter, Ayla, was born. So like Monday through Thursday, I was just freaking out, get the business started, had to go launch my own firm, uh, did it under, uh, Green Door Real Estate was born. Which is still around. Still around, yeah, it's our holding company. And uh, I went to my friend Brian, I was like, Brian, here's the situation. I have like two days to get my license moved over all my listings and this is before sign This is before I had like fifteen mm. listings, I think, or ten listings in contracts and contracts in escrow and I was like driving all over Portland, flower Bluff, Cal Allen, spread thin in uh, my Lincoln L S back in the day. Nice. Yeah, I missed that car. I used to treat that car like a truck. I was I was even flipping houses back then. Just oh, wow. doing really we'll talk about that in depth, but I was really doing a bad job with that, but I used to stick doors in the back of that car. Oh my god! Fold <laughs> the seats down, and I would drive. I would drive with like my chest against the steering wheel to fit a, a door in there, and boards and stuff. And I, I eventually spilled paint all over the back. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was uh, Oakley was not happy about that. But so I started my company and started my family officially in the same week. And so my fatherpreneur journey happened like instantaneous. So I was like, New business, new kid. Oh yeah. Dealing with crap everywhere. <laughs> Literally trying to figure out what to do. I bet. That's changing tough. diapers and changing signs and changing lockboxes and dealing with taxations and all these different things, trying to figure out how to survive in those moments. And the only reason I stayed in the business and didn't go back to banking, because I really thought about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was making calls, <laughs> filling out applications, and I was like talking to people. I was like, is I had a coach. Oh, yes. Yeah, so that's where Buffini and Company comes in. That December of, of 2009, no 2007, because this was 08. Uh, 2008, I enrolled in coaching Buffini and Company. And so for the journey of the terrible real estate company I was with, and there were some really good guys, and I, I hate to call it terrible, but it was a, just an odd situation. Mm-hmm. I got introduced to the feeding company and, um, I got into coaching and that was a big step. Like it was four or 500 bucks a month. And Oak was like, why do you need a coach? You're good at what you do. I was like, I'm good, but I just don't feel like I'm doing well. Mm -hmm. Like I could do better. And if I hadn't been in there and had somebody there to help me get a plan together and believe in myself, I think I would have jumped ship and just gone and got a job. Yeah. And which is nothing wrong with that, but that's not who I am. No, as the entrepreneur at heart, and and that so went and got the got coaching, set a plan. I think I wound up selling like twenty-two houses that year. I did okay. It was good, and uh, we survived. And eventually, after about a year and a half, Oakley came home. She or she went to part time. Life was good. Still selling about thirty houses a year. I think it was three or four years in a row. I hit twenty-nine. Wow! And I had a mental block that I couldn't get over thirty. <laughs> And we are doing well. And then 2010, uh, Joss, my second daughter, was born. We had three houses for sale at this time. Fun. We had a flip going. We had the house we were living in. And then we had the rental house for sale. And how old were you during this time? So she was 2010, so I was 31, 32. 30. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I didn't even think about that. Because we got married at 25, 26, right on schedule. I had written it mm-hmm. down. This is when I'm getting married. This is, I don't want my kids born by 32. So they're 50 when I'm out. Oh, like yeah. when I'm 50, when they're out the door, <laughs> That's a good yeah. plan. then I had daughters and I'm like, eh, okay, they can stay around a little <laughs> bit longer. They can live in the pool house if we should have by 50. But, uh, so yeah, when Josh was born, we had a flip house, a rental and our current house for sale. And we sold the current house though we sold the flip house in a day. We had the rental, we rented out the house we were living in in the matter of like a couple of weeks and the guy wanted to move in in a couple of weeks. And then our tenant at our rental house said, Hey, I'm moving out by the end of the month. So it's perfect. You know, the situation was like, okay, this is awesome. It's going to be so easy. And then the dude at the rental house that we were going to move into had a heart attack. Oh my God. And he's like, I need 30 more days of bed rest. And we're like, what are you going to tell him? No. Right. And so I'm like, all right, we can't move into the flip house cause it's not finished yet. We were supposed to be out of here in two weeks. I went, oh, by the way, I'm going to be gone for a week of this. <laughs> so I packed up the house into a pod. Oh, minus wow. some essentials and went to a Buffini event. <laughs> that is. And Oakley's pregnant. And uh, Crazy. so I called a friend of mine, one of my A-pluses in my database, and I said, hey, here's the situation. You just shoot me a prayer. And she goes, I'll do you one better. You can Go get my keys. And we moved into her house for three months. I think it was. Oh, that was really nice. And she, because she lives in Canada half the year. Oh, okay. And so we moved all our boxes into her garage and lived out of boxes in her place with a new baby and a two and a half year old for about two and a half, three months. And that was chaos. And then we finally got settled. Oakley went back to work part-time, which really helped because she was making great part-time money. We got a, a nanny, or as you like to call them, a quenchy <laughs> I don't know what that means. If it's bad, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I, I looked it up, and it's, it's a, yeah, I, I thought it was a shell. So <laughs> so I, I think Jennifer thinks it's Spanish for nanny, but <laughs> it could be something else. But, uh, so got one of those. She was great helped help raise the kids, and life was really good. And then in 2013, I had started getting Oakley to go to Mastermind with me, Mm -hmm. which is a Buffini event. It's a non-real estate event. It's a kind of a life coaching event. Mm -hmm. And she had gone a couple of times. And in 2013, we went and I left there with the goal written that we're gonna start a brokerage again, just different than the last one I was with. And uh, did a lot of research after that. And we bought a a franchise from a national company called Exit Realty. And it was a great company. Uh, CEO is the one that called me back. So we did that, and uh, life was good, man. For five years, we did pretty well with that. We grew um, to a good amount of agents, Mm -hmm. kind of back where I was previously. I think the slow growth part of it for me, though, was I didn't want to be that guy yeah, that was big vision. This is where we're going. And I just still happy to get out of that shell of not being that guy and, and just be my authentic self. And I think it's taken some time. But I've been in coaching this whole time, met great people like Jen, other good agents we've had. Plenty come and go, plenty Mm -hmm. get into business, get out. Mm -hmm. But after about five years of that, we started looking at the market and looking at things and decided, Hey, I just kept hearing God say, start your own thing. Yeah. And so this, well, shoot a year ago, I know this time last year, this time last year, uh, Jennifer, myself, Mike and Angela, that was with our office at the time, uh, went to a Buffini and company conference called success tour. Uh, so we saw an, an Irish guy with an Italian last name <laughs> talk to us. And there was, uh, what was her name? The triangle lady. The... Oh, um, I was just talking. Connie, Connie Podesta yes. was a speaker, and she did a personality profile test. And it was the circle, square, squiggle, uh, triangle thing. And I'm a triangle. You were square. square. You were square. And Angela was a triangle. And Mike was a square, a square. A, a no he's square. a triangle he's a triangle. yeah yeah so three of us three of the four of us were triangles and uh we went uh angela jennifer and i went to dinner a piano bar mm-hmm. and wound up at irish pub a british pub british pub i kept calling it an irish pub what was it named london right like that. I, I don't know <laughs> i gotta look this up because that's just funny um I don't even know where to say it, uh, how we would find it. It was like an Irish. It was a British pub because I remember they yelled at me uh, for calling it an Irish pub. (laughs) And so we went, had a few, uh, I had a few Guinnesses at a British pub. And at the end of the night, we had launched Create Realty Group. We did. I didn't think you were serious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I talk things out a lot. And we (laughs) talked this out and had it written down literally on a napkin. I had a plan a bar napkin. down. A bar napkin, <laughs> which I still wish I had. Um, that would have been cool. And uh, we went, uh, we came back and kind of joked about it. And Angela and I uh, over the, yeah, it was called the Londoner. No, it was not. <laughs> because what's funny about that is Jennifer, uh, <laughs> his new baby that was born a few months ago is named London. And That's we had never funny. put that together. <laughs> Until the other night. And we're like, what? So yeah, it's called the I Londoner. Not... That was too funny. Wow. Uh that's in, in the next episode we're actually gonna talk to Jen about her story a little bit. Or actually a third episode coming oh up on God. schedule. Um and so yeah, so we started to create Realty Group and in December made that official this is what we're gonna do. And that that started off a great and terrible year in twenty nineteen. Uh uh, we had a couple key we had a key person leave in January uh, mm-hmm. from that, and that kind of threw me for a pretty big loop. But I was like, this is what we're going to do. I'm committed to it. And uh, I was like, hey, Oak, to my wife, I was like, is this the right decision? She's like, if you feel it is, pray about it. And we just kept hearing God say, create something new, create something new. And it's like, that's solidified the name. Uh, our logo actually has a triangle for the A. It does. Based on Connie Podesta's event. and. Um, I actually got to see her and talk, tell her that. <laughs> it was great. Uh, and uh, I got to share that story with Brian Buffini, which is awesome, uh, not too long ago at Mastermind. And we launched April? In, I think it was like in it was April 13th. April 13th. Yeah. And that was because April 12th was our last day's exit. We kind of went public in May. In May, yeah. April 13th. But you know what's just hilarious? What? Is we moved into this building that we're in right now. April 13th, two years ago. Oh, really? I was looking back at old Facebook photos. Oh my <laughs> So gosh. it's like the dates are just like, it's pretty cool. So we're in the midst of building this new company. Jennifer and I are building a, a real estate team together. We both still, uh, buy, sell houses. That's I'm exciting. flipping houses. We got, to you know, building our investment portfolio, uh, coaching our agents. Um, and you know trying to get jen's production up with the new baby yeah yeah and uh and oakley and i have two beautiful daughters that are 11 Mm -hmm. and 8 who need their own podcasts of themselves because our schedules are nuts because ayla's a prima ballerina who's awesome joss is in theater ayla joined theater and so our schedules are Mm -hmm. absolutely nuts and that's kind of what this podcast is about is how to balance my crazy kids schedule new business a 100 percent commission world while growing a business with being responsible to other agents jen's got a new she's got two teenagers i do yeah two teenagers and 16 and 13. and a three month old yeah named <laughs> london after a bar and uh and yeah and we both have fur kids um fur kids. and it, so it's really just about trying to balance all this together and and our hope is that people that listen to this podcast get to learn about balancing that. Yeah. Know they're not alone. Know that there's people out there going through the same struggle, mm-hmm. and that we are um, here for you. And um, that we're dis- not perfect. We, yeah, we're not perfect, jeez oh, by any means. Uh, and our hope is that we can just give be a place of learning. Mm-hmm. And help you create a better life. In addition, though, we are going to do some fun stuff. We're going to have a couple of BS episodes where we just kind of sit and talk Joe Rogan style, free form. It's some of my mm-hmm. favorite things to do. Have a couple of drinks and just let it let it flow. And then we're going to do some best of Corpus Christi stuff oh, to, yeah. about That's our local town. Bad. So if you're not from Corpus, you might get to learn a little bit about it or just skip those episodes. But uh, th- at the end of the day, we're just really trying to have a good time yes. and uh, get to know ourselves better in this journey so we can help those around us and That's so i'm great. super excited uh do us a favor subscribe and yeah. we're going to start launching this on youtube yeah you so do i got Canada. the camera up um and uh we're super excited where this is going to go i think it's something that has been i've been called to do jen's hopefully gonna have a good time doing this oh yeah and uh excited about it. our jobs to help oh the camera <laughs> just died <laughs> so uh we're going to fix that problem by the way and so we are just super psyched about where this is going
1: yeah for sure yeah.
0: so i hope you come along for the ride and uh, listen up tell your friends family if you ever have anything that you want us to talk about mm-hmm. or have suggestions for interviews for people we're looking for business owners uh people that have game changers in the city around texas around the united states that we can interview about balancing their business in their life uh please let us know and we've already got several lined up, and oh, yes. super excited. We're building up, you know, a pretty good portfolio of people that we're going to interview and and get some good stories from. So, yes, cool. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Well, this is our uh, first episode, so thanks for tuning in. We look forward to. S- not seeing you, but look forward to you hearing <laughs> us or seeing us on episode number two. Yeah. And uh, where are going to? Save gonna the t- kitties. Save the kitties, yes. Save the kitties. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're all about the cats, and I can't wait till our studio is completed. <laughs> we got some cool artwork coming in uh, that kind of fits both of us quite well. Yes, it did. So. All right, yeah. people. I want to thank you for listening to this episode, and we will catch you on the next one. Happy Friday. Happy Friday or whatever day you're listening to. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. We'll get we'll get back. Have a good one, folks. We'll talk to you later. Bye.